Changed by Love is the teaching ministry of Pastor Jim Kevney of Calvary Chapel Morris Hills in Morris County, New Jersey. Pastor Jim's desire is to teach the Word of God with passion and simplicity, as well as a direct application to our daily lives. If you're a fan of spy movies, then you know that one of the best ways to beat an enemy is to infiltrate them and take them down from within. In the same way, the devil and his minions also use this same strategy to try to attack God's church. In today's message, Pastor Jim warns you to be aware of this. This doesn't mean you have to be suspicious of everyone who attends your church. Be sure to study the truth of God's Word and be mindful of anyone who acts or teaches anything that goes against it. Well, let's join Pastor Jim in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 as he continues his message, What to Expect in the Last Days. The Bible calls them wolves in sheep's clothing. The Apostle Paul says, have nothing to do with them. Timothy, don't give them an office. Be careful. Sometimes you have to excommunicate them. You have to, you know, that's basically asking them to leave. Now, in chapter two, you said, but we're supposed to be gentle and engage them. Perhaps these are people that, that there are, you have to decide these are people who are not open, but these are people who are faking it. Their, their faith is empty. It has no power. They deceive they're largely ineffective, and they often ride other people's waves. Now, sometimes people leave churches because of the actions of some pastor who is uh, disqualified. That is no reason to leave. Why? Because God told us this was going to happen. Okay? It's really important. Don't you let the actions of somebody else affect you. You got an issue, you go talk to them about it. Okay? But, but, but don't let that stop you in your faith. In, in essence, uh, since they are self-centered, these people of verse 5 have shut off the power of the Holy Spirit and they have an inconsistent Christian life. We're not talking about perfection here. None of us are per perfect. But they have an inconsistent Christian life. They lack true godliness. They, they, they don't grasp the word of God and what it means to be motivated by grace. And, and they lack the ability to turn the grace of God into a lifestyle. And this needs to be happening in each one of us more and more and more. We need to be becoming more Christ-like as we go along. Now, that doesn't mean you're a pushover because Jesus was no pushover. I mean, gosh, he said to the apostles, how long must I bear with you? <laughs> that's, like, that's like, I've had it up to here with you guys. <laughs> right? you're, 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 in, you're, in, you're in the way of the mission. You're making it hard. It's hard enough as it is. So their faith is, again, it's empty. They lack true godliness. They seem to know the Bible, some of these people in the church, but they really don't. Because somehow their knowledge and their behavior just don't match up. To be honest, we all fall short, okay? We all fall short. 
Please don't go home tonight and go like, oh, I can't go back there. I fall short. We all fall short. But true followers of Jesus know they fall short and care they fall short. They seek the Lord's forgiveness. They seek the forgiveness of others and they seek the Holy Spirit's power to change. While others, and I'm sure you work with people like this, they spend so much time trying to hide their lies that you're like, you know, dude, if you just spent the amount of time trying to hide your lies working, you'd probably be the vice president of the company. And so many people spend so much time trying to hide their lies, and it's just, listen, if this is you, it's exhausting. I've had so many people meet with me and they're like, I've been living a lie and I'm just exhausted. I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, you can't. James says that the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You just become unhinged. You become so unstable. Here's how Jesus describes such people. Matthew 23, 28. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men. You appear righteous to people. You appear righteous to others. But inside, where God sees, inside, you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. And, and it'll eat you alive, loved ones. You'll ha- Some people have a nervous breakdown from this. And so you're like, I feel like this is me, right? Just make an appointment. Come in and see us. This is what we are here for. Well, what are, what are some of them like? Look at verse six. For this sort are those who creep. <laughs> Great word. Uh, another version says worm their way. Love it. Into households and make captives of or deceive gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. Now, I just want to stop right here for one second. I cannot believe how many people think that the, this, is, this is Paul's commentary on how lame women are, okay? What is he, it's not what he's even talking about. He's talking about these phony guys in Timothy's church and that they're going to be in our church in the last days. They're going to be in society in the last days. And so mainly in that culture you would have the men would go out and work and the women would stay home and take care of the house. It was sort of the, that was the culture of that day. And so when the guy's out working, these phony dudes show up at the house or maybe they're preying upon widows or something like that. Okay, so that's what he's critiquing. So what is he saying? Timothy, you're gonna notice in the last days, and he's just using an example here, these guys are good at what they do. And not only are they good at what they do, but they hustle. They are on the move. And they have their own sneaky, dishonest agenda. They create their own disciples by creeping in or worming their way into people's lives. And they know how to snake them out of money. They know how to do it. They're good at getting people to help them right? They'll just say, oh, I'm in trouble for this, or I need your help with this. And, and this is something that I really, really, really want all of us to understand. Sometimes, oftentimes, when we help people, 
We are getting in the way of God's discipline in their lives. And be very, very careful. Remember, you don't know what you don't know. You should not give people money. Now, you go out to lunch with someone and you want to pick up the tab. Go for it. Go for it. Okay? A guy I know, doesn't go to this church, known him for years, do some business with him. I'm going out to lunch with him Friday. He said, come on out to lunch with me. I haven't talked to you in a while. Face to face. I'll pay. I said, I'm, I'm there, baby. <laughs> Let's go somewhere expensive. <laughs> but, but be careful when you give people money because you may be getting in the middle of God's discipline with them. So be very, very careful. A lot of times people come to me and they say, this is so-and-so, they, they need some money or something like that. And you know, I'll say to them, you know, why don't you give them a gift card? Might be better might be better. Now, maybe I know that they have a, a drug problem or, or an alcohol problem or the, they're not good with money or something like that, right? So, but you know, there's only so much damage you can do at Walmart. <laughs> so, so, but be careful. Uh, often, they, these people that he's described here, the, these creeps who worm their way into households, they prey upon people who, who needed wisdom, who needed uh, pastoral help. They pretend to be friends, but, you know, they ask for money or they, they make a need known to you or, or, or you're leaving and, and they want to just throw money at you. You know, um, uh, just if somebody wants to give you a gift, take it. We have an expression in the ministry, take the gift card, give back the Ferrari. But, but you know, just be careful if they're trying to do it. Usually people, when people try to give me money, and it does happen quite often, I always say to them, you know, God has really laid it on my heart for us to have radio stations. So if you want to give something to me, take the envelope in the seat, and put it in a radio station envelope and just throw it in there. And God will know that you gave it to me. And I'll know in the next life that you gave it to me. But that, that's, because uh, you know me, I, I, want, I want the people to hear. Man, I can't tell you how many people at Denville Day came up and thanked me for our radio station. People I have never met in our lives, in my life. One guy says, if, if I send, you know, I've been meaning to contact you for a while. If I just write, send to Calvary Chapel and write radio on the outside and it's a check, will you guys make sure it goes to the station? I go, absolutely. But person after person after person. And some of them going, we listen all day long in our house. And so just, you know, people pray. It's sad, they, P-R-E-Y, on those they think they can manipulate or, or people that are, are vulnerable, or people that just need some attention. But, it, but for some of these people, and, it's a, and, and we should pay attention to one another, don't get me wrong, but it, it's a deliberate plan to worm their way in and see who the people are they can take advantage of or rally to their cause. And, and Timothy's like, listen, Paul's like, Timothy, there's gonna be people like this. This is the last days. 
This is what it's going to be like. You know, if I ask most of you, do you believe in the unseen evil world? You'd all say yes. You'd all say yes. Well, don't you think they know their time is limited? That's why in every generation, these monsters keep raising up because they don't know when he's coming back. And they keep raising up monster after monster after monster after monster all throughout history. And we're shocked. We're shocked. Because they know the time is short. They don't know when he's coming, but they know when he comes, they're in a heap of trouble. And so this is the last days. This is what it's like. That's why God told us it would be like this. This is the last day's church. He told us it would be like this. There will be apostasy in the church. People will get away from Jesus. It'll be about everything but. This is what's gonna happen. We shouldn't be surprised by it. We should expect it. Doesn't mean we have to like it. But you know what we learned in the last chapter? We're supposed to try and pull as many out of that fire as we can. That's what we're supposed to do. But we can't do it unless we're what? Strong. And that's what you're doing right now. Paul's telling us, hey, listen, if we're not like a lot of this stuff, people will look at us and say, you know, you're a lot different than other people. And we said Sunday, the problem with a lot of people is they don't know any Christians. Do you know, I, I talked to a, a transgender person on Sunday and they knew that I was from a church and do you know what they said to me at the end of the conversation? Broke my heart. Thank you for being so nice to me. I was like, I was speechless. That doesn't happen to me too often. Thank you for being so nice to me? Should, aren't we all supposed to be nice? Shouldn't every Christian they meet supposed to be nice? And, and, and here's the thing. This is being the last day's church. Technology has brought it right into our home. Again, I don't believe this is a commentary on women. I believe it's a commentary of the treachery of false religious leaders and scam artists. He says at the beginning of this verse, they are of this sort. They are complete dishonest creeps. They're worms and no insult to the worm community. Verse seven describes them, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now the first century church were known as learning congregations and we should be too. It is the mark of a disciple. A disciple simply means a, lear a learner and follower of Jesus. Many people find it difficult to see the awful motives of these worms. I hate to use a term that is really, really like from the depths of depravity, but if, you, if, you've been, if they've done this to you over a long time, you didn't, what you didn't notice is you were being groomed. And they're good groomers. Absalom did this to King David. Absalom, one of his sons, David made some mistakes, definitely did. But Absalom then wanted to have, wanted to have his dad done in, so he hung out by the gate. David was so busy working Absalom hung out the gate where the people passing by said, you know, if I was king, I'd have a lot of time for you. 
My father, man, he's just so busy with so much stuff. He's got, he's got a lot to do. But I, me, Or a guy like you, I'd make a guy like you a leader. I'd make a guy like you a leader. Do any of these people request to talk to King David about it? Probably not. They're going to request to talk to Pastor Timothy about it? Probably not. They're going to request to talk to the Apostle Paul about it? Probably not. They're going to request to talk to their pastor about it? Their boss about it? Probably not. Some do, most don't. Verse 8, now Janus and Jambres, I like to call these guys J and J. In the New Testament, it's James and John, but... Now, tradition is these guys are Pharaoh's musicians from Exodus chapter 7. It's just tradition. He says, they resisted or opposed Moses. So do these also resist the truth or oppose the truth. Men of corrupt, some versions say depraved minds, disapproved or disqualified concerning the faith. Sandy, again, I know a lot of people teach this text that it's only the people outside the church, but... Of course, the people outside the church are disqualified from the faith. They're not in the faith. He's talking about people in the church. He's like, Timothy, some of these guys in your church, and Timothy's having all kinds of problems in Ephesus. And the apostle Paul in Acts 20 had told the Ephesian elders before Timothy was there that this was going to happen. He said, men are going to rise up among you. You're going to turn into these guys. He says, Timothy, some of these guys in your church and in the last day's church will live in opposition to the truth and they will make it so others struggle to hear it. These two joker magicians use deception to, to discredit Moses. But they did something way worse than discredit Moses. What did they do? they shut Pharaoh's ear to what Moses had to say. That's the worst part of all about these guys, about these last days people, is they will shut our ears to what we need to hear. Jewish tradition says that, that they saw Pharaoh's ship sinking, so when everything was just falling apart and God was you know, spanking Egypt, and Moses and his people were leaving, that these guys went with them and pretended to be Jews. And then, again, this is just tradition, it's not in the Bible, they were the guys behind the golden calf. Terrible. They, they, are, they are masters of political turmoil in a church. That's why sometimes people come here and they are, seem to be, have a little bit of drama. And I tell them, we are the church drama refugees at this church. <laughs> we have escaped the tyranny of drama. <laughs> Please, don't bring it here. Here's a bag. Put it in and we'll take it out with the trash, right? <laughs> the Apostle Paul is teaching us that they are dangerous. They pretend to be converts. But they're liars and sometimes they end up in church leadership. Notice the Apostle Paul tells Timothy, they are disqualified. And in the last days, don't be surprised when they show up. I was off one time on a Sunday and met somebody at a church and said hello to them. Pam was using the ladies' room. And then uh, 
in the sermon, the pastor pointed me out. <laughs> and the person said, why didn't you tell me you were Pastor Jim? And I was like, because here I'm not. <laughs> right? I'm just Jim, right? That's why I said I'm just Jim. And um, he says to Timothy, these guys are disqualified, and in the last days, don't be surprised when they show up. Don't be surprised when they show up. And so, you know, there's no need to go somewhere and, and give them your church resume. Just serve. Just serve. Verse 9, but they will progress no further. Unless their minds change, they will progress no further. Another version says they will not make further progress, or another version says they will not get very far. Next week, we're going to see how to make progress in the faith. For their folly will be, made, will be manifest to all as theirs, J&J, Pharaoh's guys, also was. So he says, they will not be completely effective. Eventually, they will be discovered, and you know what? They'll move on to the next place. They'll move on to the next victims. Some of you have heard me say this before. Sometimes people meet me at the door, and uh, they tell me uh, the list of pastors, many of them whom I know, uh, of what idiots they are and what jerks they are and how bad their churches are, and, 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 but I'm here now, and this is great. And I'm like, well, how soon till I'm on that esteemed list? Right? Because I'll make it. Eventually, I'll do something or say something that you won't like. And uh, you'll tell me you think you should be a pastor. And I'll say, well, I think the Bible says don't lay hands on a man too soon. And I think third week is a little too soon. <laughs> right? And then sure enough, they'll go. A lot of times it's not until they're gone that people realize that they've been duped or they were right. This would be very encouraging to Timothy, who no doubt, and we think he's in his 30s, probably felt the church was falling apart. Because you get enough of these guys, and, and, and Timothy seems to be a lot more sensitive in terms of opposition than the Apostle Paul is. I mean, after all, he's going to get his head chopped off and he's writing a letter to Timothy about his church. We'd be like, stop your whining, <laughs> but, but, but no doubt that he felt that, that the church was falling apart. And so as, as we, you see younger people serving around here, if you're an older person, be a mentor to them. Help them. Don't, I mean, to be tough when you got to be tough, but, but understand that. So he probably was reading this. We're reading this going, this is wretched. He's reading this going, oh my gosh, in my situation, this makes so much sense. People can only pretend so long until they show their true self. And, and, and I know this, I've learned this. God will cleanse a church from these cats these creeps, these worms, if that church is seeking him. He will. He will do that. So now living in the last days, this, none of this stuff should surprise us. The culture will have tons of issues. Tons of issues. So don't be surprised. I'm not saying you don't 
vote against certain things. I'm not saying you don't get involved in certain things. I'm not saying you don't try to, to help certain things, but it's to be expected. Remember the other guys, the, the invisible evil world is on a leash and they know the time is short. And the church gonna have issues too. Because what will help the cause of evil more than anything in this country? A weak church. A weak church. And this self-help junk is weakening it day after day after day. The Apostle Paul says avoid their philosophies, avoid their uh, focus, and focus on living out the word of God Engage them with the gospel and pray. Pray for what? That God will grant them repentance. That they will change their mind, they will change their direction, and they will put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Take what you've just heard from Pastor Jim Kevney on Changed by Love and share it with a friend or neighbor. Encouraging words are priceless in today's world. Pastor Jim relies on your prayer and support each day to reach thousands of people just like you. You can also find other ways to team with Changed by Love on our website at changedbyloveradio.org or you can call 862-217-9686. We are called by His name to change the world and we are stronger together than we could ever be apart. You and Changed by Love with Pastor Jim Kevney of Calvary Chapel Morris Hills in Morris County, New Jersey. Thank you for your support and the time you spend with Changed by Love.